Welcome to episode 7 of Talk Commerce, where we talk about commerce in this new digital world and how it touches the merchant, consumer, and agency. This week we interview John Hughes with FishEye, a Magento-only agency in the UK. Not many of them left. We cover the new Hiva theme, Hufa, or however you want to pronounce it, and his recent blog post. We also talk about the Magento community and how it is rallying behind this theme. This episode is recorded on April 24th, 2021. Talk Commerce is sponsored by eWay Corporation, the partner of choice for technology, infrastructure, and enterprise-level digital solutions, and Wagento Creative, partnering with the client to help fulfill their strategic growth. My name is Brent Peterson, and I'm your host. Please remember to subscribe wherever you download your podcasts. And now, Talk Commerce. All right. Uh, yep. Welcome, John Hughes, to Talk Commerce. Uh, and this is where you have to do the music part of it. I don't know if, any, if Madeline told you that you need to sing some music for the intro, like we're trying to intro. Uh, she didn't know. I saw, I saw that you uh, put Aaron, Aaron on the spot last week. Um, yeah, what, what, do you, what do you want me to do? I, singing is normal. Yeah. It is, yeah. I just That's made something <laughs> yeah, all that's in my head now is do 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 do. <laughs> Perfect. I'll have, I'll have to do. Um, good. Yeah. So, um, just diving right in. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and and uh, what you're doing, and uh, then let's move on to the Hufa theme. Hufa. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh, I'm John. Uh, I am the technical director, or kind of the equivalent of the CTO, um, normally uh, at Fisheye. So we're a uh, I'm about to say Magento Solutions Partner and Adobe Solutions Partner, uh, based over in the UK, uh, in a small town called Shrewsbury in the, in the Midlands of England. Um, and yeah, I've been working with Magento now for nearly 10 years, not quite. Um, uh, yeah, we, we, we are uh, one of the probably few, few remaining kind of uh, Magento-only agencies at present. Um, and uh, one of our, I guess, our our kind of key key thing that we do is a little bit different to, to other agencies we do uh, a lot more ongoing work with clients don't do too many kind of full full projects we work we, we tend to try and work with with merchants on a longer on a longer term and help them grow their business so that's that's us uh, me me personally i um uh, kind of I'm almost ex-developer now so I do a little bit of code every now and again um obviously technical director now so uh, I do a lot of uh, solution architecture, solution specialist type stuff. Is my kind of day to day type stuff, type type thing. <laughs> Great, thank you. Um, so I know the buzz around Magento has been this new Haifa, Hufa, however we want to say it, and um, um, that the traditional thought about Magento and Luma has been a four second load time. And uh, yes. at some point everybody just accepted that and I think it's unacceptable. So uh, now there's, a, there's, a, there's some buzz around it and I'm excited. And I, then I saw your blog posts and I thought, hey, let's, let's continue the conversation. So what prompted you to write yeah. it? What, what prompted you to kind of dive in and do that? Um, it was... <laughs> So, like you said, there's a really big buzz around around Hoover uh, at the moment, and that buzz is, is, I would say, kind of mostly constrained to the developer 
uh, side of the Magento ecosystem. And it's been something, so I get involved with, with, the, with the new projects that we do. And I've been talking to merchants to get involved in the kind of the, the, the sales and the post-sales process and the requirements gathering and that side of the thing. So I've been talking to merchants about, hey, have you, see, have you seen this? I think we should, we should probably look at using this and all that kind of stuff. And I, I kind of realized that there isn't a great deal of uh, merchant-friendly information, and I, I also need something to kind of help. Um, uh, not, not, not uh, trying to use my words carefully. Not trying to, uh, well, yeah, con- convince merchants it's the right, the right thing to go for. So I just felt that kind of needed a, uh, an article that can kind of take all the technical aspects and hopefully uh, make it a bit easier to understand for everybody, whether you're technical or not. And that was, that was kind of the aim. Yeah, yeah it's good. Yeah, so. Um... I know um, that you, so yeah, it was very, I, I do like the blog post. It's, it was, it, you did break it down very well. And, you know, part of my goal in doing talk commerce is to connect some of the merchant experience with what happens with, with the developer experience. And I know one mm. thing you pointed out in your blog article was time to time, the, the development time. Uh, so maybe, yes. Maybe just put in, let, let's talk about a few things that are going to speed up that development time and what a merchant should expect. And I think even more like what should an agency expect of the developer when developing on top of this? Sure. Okay. Yeah. So uh, in terms of, um, yeah, time to market, speed of development, it's it's kind of the concept of uh, Luma. Luma's been, been around obviously since the start of Magento 2 um, and Magento is modular, so there's, there's so many things there, and it's just it's kind of it's got a little bit bloated, and the, the Java the layer of JavaScript in there doesn't help, and all the CSS or the less that's there doesn't help either. And it's just um, when you're developing with Magento, I think uh, a lot of developers probably agree half uh, half the battle is actually um, battling with the code that's there itself, and whereas with with Hoover you've got this uh, much cleaner slate, it's a lot leaner, there's less code. Um, so you might think that maybe there's more for you to do, but it's not quite that case, but it's, it's just definitely a, a cleaner slate to work from. Um, but it just means you can, you can do what you need to do faster without battling with the framework. Basically. Um, yeah. And I think some of the, obviously some of the newer technologies you've got, we've got Alpine JS and Tailwind CSS from what I've seen from the developers that have been working with it. Uh, so far, it definitely seems to be, and I myself have done a little bit of, a little bit of work. Uh, it definitely is. Uh, once you get used to it, it's obviously a small learning curve. Once you're used to it, it's definitely quicker. It's, it's a lot quicker to work with than things like Knockout, for example, especially. Um, so. Okay. Um, and I think some of the interesting things that you interesting things that you point out are just the the raw performance of it as you load. Uh, when you yes. just to confirm, when you did the performance, you basically loaded the sample data, loaded Luma, and then loaded Haifa, Hufa. Did the comparison side by side, or was there any other differences beside that? Uh, so the, the, these weren't an exact science; uh, they just they are very rough. So I actually used uh, Hoover's own uh, demo site to run to run these tests against. They weren't local tests; these were these were live uh, production tests, if you like. So Hoover's own demo theme that that that, that uh, Willem and the, and, the, and the team at Institute have hosted up there. Um, that was run against their their demo site, and then the other the other Luma demo was run uh, as I noted in my article against a, a popular third party uh, uh, extension vendors um, demo site that ha- has a couple of modules installed, but they're admin based modules, so there shouldn't really be any impact to the storefront. So I won't name who that who that vendor is because the Luma's performance uh, uh, impact is not there. 
their responsibility. Right. But yeah, that, that was how we how we did, how I went about that. Yeah. So just okay. use just use the Google PageSpeed Scholar Lighthouse tool. Yeah, and I, I think it was uh, well. You, you think you had a score of uh, seventy seven uh, compared to one hundred on on the uh, the Hoofa theme, and just for the merchants to understand what does a hundred mean on page on uh, on the page speed insights from Google. Is that pretty sure, good? So, uh, <laughs> you could say it's pretty good. Yeah, hundred means there's, there's literally nothing else you can really do to improve the site. Obviously, you can, you can still make improvements, but um yeah you you are ticking all the boxes that google likes that google thinks your customers will like and also uh, as google uses as ranking factors to rank your site it's obviously good from that point of view and i just point out as well that yeah it's uh, 77 for luma uh, that's on desktop on mobile it's, it's actually as low as 55 so mobile is where it really really starts to, to kind of uh be impacted yeah, I was going to bring up uh, the mobile is even even bigger. Um, when you compare it to the PWA, have you looked at any of those performance differences? I have. It's actually a follow-up article I want to write. Um, actually, at the moment, I, it's one of those areas I, I, I want to ask more people about and find out a little bit more. But um, PWA Studio and, e and even View Storefront at the moment, the, the scores on mobile are, are only around 50, 60. And I, 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 that, so that, that confuses me because I, my understanding is that PWAs are first and foremost about speed and performance. Secondly, about obviously app-like features. But um, yeah, I, I did find that a little strange. I don't know if it's that Google has um, changed its reach. Obviously, Core Web Vitals are coming in later this year, but I don't know if something else has changed in, in the last few months that means these these platforms aren't scoring as well as they probably should be or whether they've just not been paying attention i don't know but yeah so as it stands hoover seems to be performing outperforming all, all the pws solutions that I've, I've come across yeah i i can tell you that last year we we helped we we participated with magento in writing <laughs> this pwa course and i loaded it I got it running, uh, and I think our we were loaded. I didn't. I didn't actually get the page speed insider. I did. I don't remember what it was, but I know that I do remember that the actual page load times and like web page web page speed test were under two seconds, and I was very impressed with PWA at the mm. time. Then I saw some of the new sites that uh, uh, that I think Internet or what were launching on on Hoofa, and they were under one second, which was I was yeah. blown away by those performance times. <coughs> And I think what I'm most excited about on that is that, hey, now we're going to be able to compete against uh, all these other sites that have been bragging about how fast they are. Uh, and I think the slowest of all those fast ones are going to, is, is still Shopify, even though Shopify, Shopify just has a lot more marketing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, um, I think, uh, so just maybe give us a little idea about complexity between the Hoofa and the PWA as a developer. So this is this is probably quite a contentious one. Again, again, I'm going to write more up about this, but I think it it, it depends on where your where your your background as a as a developer or as an agency is. So many or many or most Magento agencies, uh, if they've been around for any length of time, so it could be the entire length of Magento or five ten years, the predominant predominantly we, we do PHP, and that's what that's what we've done. Um, and yes, we sprinkle a bit of JavaScript in that's, that's needed. Um, wherever it might be, checkout or, or anywhere else. And, and we've used whatever whatever uh, CSS tools have been available to us over the years. So, um, you know, originally, you know, we had, we had SAS back at the end of the Magento one time and less. 
in Magenta 2 and now obviously against us uh, with, with some of the, the kind of third party themes like the Snowdog theme but it's um, it's it's yeah it's juggling for the right words it's it's yeah we're, we're PHP focused predominantly we do have JavaScript but we're not we're not um, I think the complexity for most Magento agencies and most developers have been working with Magento for any length of time is is there's a PWA or a headless um, headless uh, site built on a the Jamstack architecture it is a completely different way of doing things and that, that's fine it's, there's nothing wrong with that it's just you need a, a different type of developer or a developer that, that's um, that is used to working purely in JavaScript or React or Vue or whatever whatever else it is uh, and I think one of the the, the the nice thing about Hoover is is it it is stripped back and simple. Yes, yes, I think um, people on the PWA side of the fence would obviously argue, and quite rightly, that um, some of the you still need to learn some of the Magento concepts. You still need to learn layout and you still need to know what blocks and view models are and, and how to work with PHTML templates and know, uh, know a base level of PHP. Um, but yeah, I, th I think it's more about what, what developers are comfortable with. But I certainly I feel like Hoover has simplified what you need to do to, to output things on the front end uh, for Magento 2. Whereas PWA, it doesn't really feel any less complex than Luma. It's just a, it's just a different way of doing things. It's, it's, PWA is certainly better than Luma. It's, it's a very different way of working. Yeah, I agree. And I, I know that you know when we're trying to hire new developers, we do sometimes come across developers that said, I, I did Magento you know, three or four years ago. Now all I do is React.js. So I'm not interested <laughs> in working on Magento and you know, I, you know, I think Adobe has publicly said that their long-term roadmap is to decouple the front end completely mm. and that we're going to be looking most likely at something like a PWA. <laughs> there probably will be a monolith front end built in, but I think their long-term solution uh, is going to be a headless solution, similar to say something yeah. like commerce tools where there isn't a, there isn't a built-in yeah. front end. There'll be something else that'll tack onto it. And I'm I'm not adverse to that future, and I don't I don't think anyone at, at uh, Hoover I don't want to put words in Willem's or into Jeanette's mouth, but it's just I think the reason the way it is is, is just it's just the it's just the simplicity of it. If you if you load up a Hoover site, there's literally about five or six requests on the page, and it's just so basic and simple to start from. Whereas again with 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 uh, with some of the PWA solutions at the moment you, you look at the network requests and all the other there's still a, a massive kind of page weight even though it's loaded in a much better base of the mobile devices um, it's just the simplicity of it. and I think even in a in a completely decoupled kind of headless architecture you can still you can still have a Hoover like front end uh, it doesn't necessarily have to be DHP based but it's just it's about creating something simple rather than something complex yeah exactly I think that, uh, that where this becomes most evident, especially when, well, a traditional building of a Magento site is when you have an external SEO agency that is an expert on everything e-commerce, mm. and they come in and start telling you how many things you've done wrong when you've created your <laughs> site. Uh, and I think it's quite funny um, if you have, well, let's just say you've taken over a site where the client doesn't have a lot of money and they've just used Luma and they've modified Luma. And so then yep. the uh, SEO agency who has no idea about Magento comes along and says, uh, oh, all these things are wrong with your site. You need to correct this and this and this and this and this. And <laughs> you have to have a reckoning or a, uh, with this said agency to say, well, this is the way Magento is. 
which is yeah, that, that, unfortunate. That not- but uh, but I, I agree that Haifa Hufa is uh, is definitely a huge leap forward. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, those conversations with merchants have fun. I've had, yeah, some of those over the past few years, and it's kind of trying to, um, yeah, trying to what's the word for kind of back up the way the, the way Magento the way Magento is architected, and you just can't anymore. It's just it, like I said, like you opened up start the four second page load times. It's just it's just not good enough. And yeah, you you can have things like. Um, JavaScript bundling that people have been doing, but that's just adding another layer of complexity, another thing that you've got to maintain. And actually, uh, those kind of SEO agencies, marketing agencies that, that give us those kind of scores or things we need to hit when you when you add something like JavaScript bundling, it it might improve some of the scores, but then it'll actually detract from some of the other scores in terms of the fact that you're bundling everything up front and then you've got a, a larger page base. So you, you kind of um, yeah, you can improve it to a point, but it's just yeah you can't improve it any further without without ripping out so again which is, which is essentially what hoover is yeah and i feel like some of this excitement is coming from the idea that hey when we were doing magento one it was it was fairly fast but there's a lot more flexibility i felt like on especially in developing the front end and um mm. um let's just say the upgrade path seemed to be a little easier then i mean it was i think that it was also less complex and um Yep. I know in your, your article, you do say, you know, you do have an upgrade section where reducing some of the complexity that's built in automatically to Luma. And I feel like Luma was just built like, hey, let's just throw everything all in one big page. See, and just yep. so we get all kinds of features and then everybody just adopted that. <laughs> yeah, essentially. Yeah, the, the, yeah, the upgrade part um, is, is obviously there's not too many sites live now so it is one of those that needs to kind of we need to see as we go um um, um agencies like internet that have launched their sites so will probably have have more feedback for us after the next round of next round of upgrades but it's that kind of that's the kind of whilst it's still not fully decoupled over it is decoupled in the fact that it's a clean break from the front end so yeah any any upgrade to magento any upgrade to any any luma based files i'm not going to upgrade I'm not going to impact your Hoover-based theme, so therefore it should, in theory, be um, a lot easier to upgrade in the same way that if you're running PWI Studio or View Storefront or something like that. Again, a Magento upgrade should be a lot, a lot, a lot quicker. Yeah, and I think then as a merchant, you can, uh, you can. Uh, would okay. Let me let me rephrase that. As a merchant, would you expect that there'd be less errors and maybe a lower cost of ownership over time because of the of the fact that we're not relying on so many things in Luma? Definitely, I think, I think as, you, as you touched on in terms of the, everything's thrown into Luma, well, not everything's thrown into Hoover. There is a baseline that's been created to recreate most of the functionality, but also it's encouraged uh, when building out Hoover themes. If you're not using something, so if you're not using the wish list, for example, you just, you just take it out. And a lot of the problem with Luma and, and the way that Magento works by default is it is a modular system and there are plenty of configuration options but there are certain things you just can't turn off very easily yes you can you can remove them by layout or whatever else but because um because hoover starts by removing everything it's just a lot easier to kind of maintain and you should just be uh, managing the code for what your front end uses rather than having to manage the code for everything magento can do which is obviously a very large feature set yeah and uh, then you you do also highlight, we kind of spoke about this in the beginning, but time to market for a merchant. Um, have you done a, 
uh, a full implementation and launch on yet? We, we haven't yet. We haven't yet. No, um, and that's partly as I mentioned at the start. Um, we we as an agency we mostly we mostly support merchants with existing sites, so we ha- we do have two two Hoover theme projects um, uh, ready to start in the next month or so, and they will both. Um, which is exciting from our point of view, will be on what's now called Adobe Commerce. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll be working with, working, going, jumping straight into Hoover, but trying to work with Commerce. So, that's, um, so that, that should be quite fun. All right. Yeah, I'll be very interested. I think that because it, I think the original ones were done by some of the core team, maybe they had a little bit more experience in getting them done quick, but yeah. that also means that as soon as your developers are used to doing this in this way, yeah things should happen a lot quicker. Uh, we have also, have a of, yeah, we also have a number of, uh, of uh, sites that we're starting on, uh, on Haifa, Hufa. Uh, so I'm, ex- <laughs> I'm excited to see how that goes and kind of look back when we've launched and, and analyze some of that. I'm also excited to see what's coming out. And I, I don't know, I haven't, I guess I haven't looked back to see how, how they are kind of tracking sites that have launched. And I know, PWA Studio hasn't been great at telling us new sites coming out. Um, And Mm. I would also say one thing Magento Adobe could work on is uh, some some incentives for a better adoption to this. If if their long-term goal is PWA Studio, I don't feel like there's a lot of incentives for agencies to adopt PWA Studio right now other than being one of the new people to try something new. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, agreed. Um, yeah. Uh, in terms of, in terms of Hoover, there is a, I think there's a, there's a showcase page on their website. So that has a list of all the sites that, that, uh, that are known to have launched so far. So it's a useful, a useful list there if you want to, you want to check out those sites. Yeah. yeah. Uh, PW, PWA, it's, yeah, the, the I don't know. It's, it's a difficult one. I, I struggled with it. I was looking into it um, in more detail last year, but before Hoover was announced towards the end of the year, and I was trying to get more involved and try and find out where things are up to. So I felt, felt like it was time we needed to look at the next the next thing. And uh, and I, I, it was just a bit strange in that people would people were still talking about how how to make PWA Studio even extensible because it wasn't really there wasn't really a proper way to extend components or parts of the front end and something that's been around for nearly three or four years now i kind of felt like it would possibly have been been further on than it is that's no it's not a it's not a, a criticism necessarily of anyone that's working on on pwa studio because I know there's lots of talented people at adobe some of which i know that, that are working on it but it does the, the pace of, of of where it is does seem slow to me yeah, well, I'm, I'm going to have Eric Irway on here in the next couple of weeks, so I'll grill him on it. I, I know that we did sort of have a we did have a pre-call, and uh, uh, it mm. is he is he says it's ready, it's it's rock and roll ready. So uh, um, I, I'm I, I am interested and excited to see more merchants coming out with with that, and and I do feel <laughs> like um, the long-term approach of more of a modular, not not a monolith. Uh, architecture is sort of a uh, a solution that'll work, albeit it does add complexity to the solution. So, mm. you know, I don't know if it helps helps any any on on what a developer has to know. And I feel like the developers, if you want to be a holistic developer, 
on Magento, you have to learn, you have to know a lot more than you needed to know um, in 2012 or whatever year that yeah, was exactly. that we first started. Uh, even like uh, looking back at Elastic Cache, Elastic Search, I mean, uh, you know, something <coughs> that you would, would be great to have. Now it's a must have. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, 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 yeah, so the PWA solutions like PWA Studio, um, I feel like, yeah, you, you said a Magenta developer does need to learn a lot of things. And I think the kind of the argument from the PWA side is, is well, it should be, you just need to be a React or a Vue developer. You don't necessarily need to know Magento. And I, I kind of understand that to a point, but I also, I, I guess I, I disagree personally because I, I consider myself a solution specialist before anything else, before before a developer or, or anything else. So I feel like a good developer knows the platform is, is my, my way of looking at it. You, you should know what Magento can do and what features it has and how you can configure things is important. So you don't, you don't, you know, you're not just coding things that already exist or can just be turned on or turned off or that kind of thing. But I, I can kind of see where they're coming from in the, in the, you don't need to know Magento in order to, you know, to build one of these applications. Yeah. So that's a good segue into on your blog article, you wrote developer availability. Does that mean that uh, you could recruit sort of, developers more quickly for work, doing front-end work on Magento? I think all I was trying to get at with the developer availability part of the article was um, any any Magento developer that's available already should in theory be able to work with Hoover with, with, a, with a minimal amount of, of, of learning. So you, you, like I say, you've got to learn. You've got to learn a bit of Alpine.js. You need to understand Tailwind, CSS, and just a little bit of the, the, the kind of Hoover specific stuff, but there's not too much of it. It's it's if you already know how to how to work with Magento, then you should be able to work on Hoover. Is, is kind of is kind of the point, and uh, therefore, all the developers available in the Magento ecosystem um, should already be able to to work on on Hoover. Got it. Okay. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Um, and then, uh, um, so the developer experience it should be similar to working in Luma, right? I mean, I, I think they would just have to know a little bit more about. Um, uh, the different technologies, but uh, just like you said, the availability of having a developer, the experience of the developer actually should be better. Yes, and the, again, yeah, the developer experience from from everyone that's been working on it. So, if, if uh, the, the the Hoover kind of community Slack channel, um, where where most of the developers um, hang out and share share tips and tricks and ask for help, um, the, the the feedback so far is definitely the experience is, is much better. It's it's um, the site's much faster, so you're not you're not waiting around for page loads to see things change. Um, you're not battling with with um, UI components and knockout, or or, or having to write less. Um, it, it's a lot. It's a lot quicker uh, in terms of. Well, I think Tailwind can be a bit of a bit of a kind of a uh, use the it's more of a UK phrase, but a bit of a, a marmite thing. It's either you, you love it or you hate it, basically. Um, but I think if you can give Tailwind CSS a chance, there's a different way to um, uh, a different way to write CSS. Um, it definitely, for me, I feel like it's a much quicker way to, to write styles. Yeah. Um, well, so. fortunately, I'm a love it, and I have all my marmite <laughs> here, and <laughs> marmite. Uh, so, um, uh, hundred percent agree. <laughs> um, you had uh, you had mentioned about, or you had commented about making Luma faster, and I think. Your conclusion was no, you really can't, other than replacing it. 
Yeah, so I, I touched on this earlier on when I, I said the, the, um, the JavaScript bundling. So it's a, it's a technique that's been uh, within the Magento kind of ecosystem community for the last two or three years. So multiple people have, have uh, tried to, to create things, even, even Magento or Adobe. Uh, tried to create a tool called Baylor that would that would kind of help you bundle your JavaScript and improve the performance, and and eventually the kind of the, the almost de facto solution is something called Magepack. I can't remember the the name of the the developers of the agency that, that built that tool off the top of my head. Um, but yeah, you can use this JavaScript bundling tool because the the JavaScript is essentially what makes Luma slow apart from the bloat, and that's the part that where your page speed really suffers because. That's where you get these kind of these time to interactive times of almost half a second on mobile. It's just because you're waiting for JavaScript to, to be to be found and, and loaded. Um, so yeah, you can bundle things together, but you'll you'll still only make a dent if if you're if, if it was taking almost 30, 25, 30 seconds and then you put bundling in, you'll still be you'll still be looking at up, you know, it could be up to 15 seconds on a on a kind of a, on a slower mobile connection like 3G, for example. And it's just it's just again not not good enough really. And yeah, without without Starting afresh, you're not going to get to to where where we need to be, where Hoover gets us to, which is which is kind of sub two or three seconds on on mobile connections. Yeah, yeah, I can I can definitely uh, I can empathize with the experience on mobile, especially when I when we could travel before. I have T-Mobile, which gives us free roaming worldwide. What they don't tell you is mm. that your free roaming is two G. So Ooh, land ouch. in the UK, get off the plane, and Google Maps hardly works because <laughs> you know, everything is like at least the minimum now. I feel is three Gs, but yes. I have since upgraded to I have three G worldwide. But yeah, it's <laughs> still a little bit slow. <laughs> so I can imagine. Um, just uh, from a small technical point, um, I'm always interested in in cum cumulative layout shift. Cum cumulative layout shift. Yep. I think that's a little bit of a newer thing that Google has added, and um, yes. And I feel like Luma was way behind the that like that was something that just got killed in the Luma theme and a lot of themes. Uh, the um, the CLS uh, has been a big problem. Um, and definitely, I mean, Hufa has solved that issue completely. Yes, definitely. I mean, you can still easily break it, but yes, definitely has it. It's just, just that, again, the way the way that Luma loads JavaScript, the way it kind of it looks for looks for elements on the page and then implements things. Uh, that's where that's where that, that kind of score is impacted because things will just pop in and out. And this isn't necessarily a layout shift, but the kind of a the key example I always point to when 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 I kind of try and explain what's wrong with Luma is you can literally install Magento without any sample data, just completely blank instance of Magento. So there's, there's almost nothing there. You load, you load the home page or any page. And then at the top, at the top, on the top right, there's a little bit where it'll after about it'll take it, everything else alone after about three, four, five seconds, um, it'll say welcome. Or it'll if you were logged in as a customer, it will say, you know, say welcome Brent, for example. And it's that little bit of JavaScript that's just checking whether the customer's logged in to then display a message takes takes up to five seconds. And that's the key kind of for me, the thing about Luma that it's just, just shows that it's it's not right, essentially. Yeah, I I agree. Um I had a, uh, a very interesting interview earlier in the week uh, with the SWAT, the site-wide analysis mm. tool for Magento, which they yep. are going to start building a lot of these things into the SWAT tool. 
uh, and very excited about that. Uh, Barnett Hellman what is the person or was now the person that yep. uh, has managed that project. And um, I'm, I'm very excited to see some of these new things that they're going to incorporate uh, in that tool. Have you had a chance to use it? Um, we've only we've had um, early runs of the tool. So this was this was just when you opened a support ticket with with Adobe and they presented you with a PDF. Essentially, I've not had a chance to properly play with the with the full, fully featured uh, tool where you can actually just browse in your admin panel and and see all and see all the scores. But yeah, no, we've seen some of the output and they are it's quite useful. There's some 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 good some good um, suggestions in there. Um, so yeah, it's definitely promising. Yeah, I know one of the things we joked about was the customer's ability to load one gigabyte image files on their homepage and then complain to their agency that their site is slow. <laughs> yeah, but there is that. It's still, you can you can build the fastest site in the world, even even a, even a site on, on Hoover. And uh, you know, if if you yeah, merchants still need that level of uh, training and and knowledge sharing, so they've got the understanding that they need to be careful about what imagery they. They, they upload or videos or whatever else it is. Um, if, if you're on Magenta, sorry, Adobe Commerce, um, and you've got page builder at your disposal, literally the worst thing you can do is, is, is add a page builder map to your homepage or a key landing page. And I'm not saying you would, but if you add something like that to your homepage, Google and load Google Maps, then it's just, you know, the, the page speed of that, of that, uh, of that page is going to be pretty negatively impacted. So you can easily, you can easily break things. So, you know, it's all right to put a, put a map on your contact page, but yeah, keep them away from your, your key, uh, revenue generating pages. Right. Yeah. All right. So we have about five, 10 minutes left. Um, let's talk a little bit about Magento and the name sure. like, okay. So <laughs> it's Magento enterprise edition, then it turned into Magento commerce edition. And now it's just Adobe commerce edition. How do you yes. feel about that? I'm okay with it. I think I knew it. it's kind of inevitable. I mean, yes, I am. You know, you can see I've got orange watch. I've got my orange magento light that I probably feel like I can turn off now. But um, it's one of those. It, it was always going to happen. I, I don't really mind too much. It's nice that they've kept the magento uh, open source name, if you like, branding for open source. We'll see how long how long that lasts. Um, but yeah, I, I guess I kind of feel like it was inevitable. But yeah, I, I will always be a, a, a fan of Orange, regardless of, of what what Magento becomes or, or where I what I do in future. But so that's, that's ingrained in me for life now. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm I think I'm just accepting of the fact that that's that's the way it is. Yeah, I think Experience Manager was originally Apache Sling or something like that. Or okay. So I, I know that they have a history of purchasing and, and uh, doing some rebranding. However, Dreamweaver is still around and that's an Adobe product that started as, was it media something or another? And uh, Macromedia, I think. Yeah. Macromedia, so, yeah. yeah. It's called Dreamweaver. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, uh, so I, you know, I, I'm encouraged that there's still a Magenta open source. Um, and I'm also encouraged that you, Adobe has a track re record of keeping open source around. So Experience mm. Manager is an open source project that's on Git. Um, there's a ton of Adobe open source uh, projects on, on Git, GitHub that you can access. And uh, I don't think the doomsayers that say Magento is gonna go away now is gonna happen. I, I believe they're gonna continue to, to maintain and add to 
the open source. However, I do believe there's going to be a larger split between the, uh, some features and performance items that are going to be available for commerce versus uh, open source. I, I think from a simply business standpoint, they're going to have to make a big differentiation between the two to make uh, a reason for a merchant to go to, um, to, go to Adobe Commerce. Yeah. Uh, let's be honest, the, the two are very similar right now. <laughs> And uh, if, if you don't need B2B, I, I feel like B2B is the biggest value prop at, for a merchant right now. Um, a lot of the other ones can be handled in modules. However, and there's always a big however on these, um, the cost of ownership, I think, at some point is going to be greater or equal uh, uh, on an open source project with the number of extensions and complexity. As as com as compared to a Magento co or Adobe Commerce project that doesn't have all those extra extensions, and you're just getting the internal team doing updates. Yeah, no, agreed. Yeah, the biggest the biggest one we found is outside of B two B has been Page Builder. I know there are, there are plenty of extent uh, third party CMS solutions that are, that are great, but I do think merchants do like having their CMS in the same place. So you yeah. can obviously you can connect a lot of external CMSs. Uh, but yeah, I think that between page builder and B2B, those are the, the two two things that we find that um, where merchants tend to decide whether they want to be on commerce or open source. And I think the, the, there's the, uh, I think it'll be, be ne next week at, at Adobe Summit, the um, announcement of the, the the live search, I think it's called, the, the new search tool that they've, that they've been working on. That mm -hmm. could be potentially quite quite a, quite a new, uh, again, another, Another feature that kind of adds to the value of, of commerce. Yeah, excellent. Yeah. Um, okay, so uh, just as we wrap things up here, uh, tell us about your running. How's that going? Uh, not okay, not so well. Um, <laughs> Did you get your big yeah, damn so run in, your virtual big damn run this year? I, I didn't, unfortunately, no. I, I, I didn't make it this year. So, um, yeah. Obviously, I, I got into running through the big damn run, so thank you for that. Because it's obviously something that you and your team and, and your family even um, started. But yeah, actually, um, I, I, I struggled. I'm not the best at running long distances, and I realised that uh, early last year, just as just as coronavirus was uh, encapsulating, I actually have kind of like mild asthma, so I can't run very far. That's my problem. So I've been doing a lot more kind of fast walking or short kind of interval runs. So I need to do a bit more especially now that the sun's out in the UK a little bit more now. It's getting a bit warmer. I need to get back out there and do a bit more. But yeah, I've struggled to kind of get any uh, get any medical help to see if I can improve my, my situation because everyone's so busy with, with COVID and, and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, I, at some point, I'll try and get back and do a bit more running for definitely. Right. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, we're, we're hoping there is a 2022 Adobe Summit and there will be a 2022 Big Damn Run. And that will be the test. Yes. Tenth year. Oh, this, wow. would, this would have been the ninth year. This is nine years ago. We did our first big dem run, and I think it was nine years ago. Last weekend was the very first one. It wasn't called the big dem run then. It was just <laughs> I don't know what it was called. We didn't call it anything. It was just a a, a wish and a dream. Just a, run. <laughs> <laughs> a big group of people out in the desert, but uh, it was sure fun. Yeah. And, um, I I'm hoping you know I I hope that this. Um, you know, the, that this energizes the Hoofa theme and, and continues to energize our community. That's what's made Magento so unique. I don't think, I mean, I know that Shopify doesn't have a similar community where people are so impassioned by it. And 
and and work so hard contributing it to it because you can't you can't contribute to it you can contribute to it in paid apps and maybe a theme or something but <clears throat> it doesn't have the same feel and fun and uh, and all those fun things i'm all, i'm hoping to go back to the unconference in cologne in 2022 it'd be fantastic if it's held they they might do, I, I don't i don't think it's going to happen in person this year but who knows no, maybe, not clever, yeah. maybe by october or november we have uh, everybody's vaccinated um i don't know we'll see what happens right it's it seems like things are dragging along very slowly and what we thought would Definitely. happen a year ago and i remember thinking in march that november we'd all have uh, we'd all be back to normal and no, it's not. <laughs> we're, we're a year later and things are still yeah. problems. So, uh, good. Well, uh, this is, a, uh, you know, when we finish things out, I always give you a chance to do a shameless plug. So go ahead and tell us all about about uh, your, your agency and uh, give us a plug about whatever you want. Uh, sure, I'm not, not the best at shameless plugs. Um, I probably covered most of it at the start. So yeah, I'll just reiterate. Yeah, we're we're uh, we're a Adobe Solutions partner based in the UK, and our, our kind of our our USP, if you like, is that yeah, we, we try and we try and work with merchants long term. We try and help them grow. We're not we're not just a, a you know one project and move on to the next. That's kind of uh, kind of the, the kind of area we like to we we like to to focus on. Um, and yeah. That, that, as far as good a shameless plug as I'm going to do. Right. That's fantastic. And thanks. Uh, thanks for bearing with me. And um, yeah, that's it. Yeah, thanks for having me. Talk Commerce is sponsored by eWay Corporation, the partner of choice for technology, infrastructure, and enterprise level digital solutions, and Wagento Creative partnering with the client to help fulfill their strategic growth. Thank you again for listening. My name is Brent Peterson, and it has been my pleasure to be your host today. Please rate and subscribe to Talk Commerce, new shows out every week.